And then I saw a bird that was injured, and I didn't save it. But I saw him, he was injured. I was like, I can't, I've got to go inside. What kind of bird? Just like one of those little brown wrens or something. What would you have done? Picked it up, put it in a box with some somewhere soft, and probably called that lady that I got in touch with for the squirrel. How old was it? A hatchling? A fledgling? No, it wasn't a baby. It looked like just a... It was little, but those little brown birds are little. So you're saying it was an adult and it was injured and, uh, you know, it's it's a shame, but that's happening all yeah. around us at all times. I see pigeons without feet constantly. Oh, I know. They're always losing their toes. They just are like walking on a stump. Yeah, then they can't perch. So, you know, that's not good for them. Well, we've really done the pigeons dirty. Did we? I don't know. I think we helped them out. No, because they were domesticated. Because they were used for so long for um, like communication. And they were pets. So yeah, they, allowed them to survive. Where were they going to just be living on cliffs? We built huge well, playgrounds for them. That's the thing. So we domesticated them for so long. And then we changed how we communicated. And then we we're like, we don't need pigeons anymore. And we're like, go be wild again. And they're like, we forgot how to be wild. That's why their nests are so sparse and terrible because they don't know how to make nests. They live um, with humans as pets for like, I forget, maybe like, I want to say like 20 years, but it might be more like a teen year or something. Um, but in the wild, they live for like six years. Well, there's a lot of competition. No, what I'm saying, it's like if we were like, Hey, dogs, I know we inbred you and domesticated you for a thousand years or something and or more. And now we're like, we don't like dogs anymore. Go be wild. And they all just, some of them would make it just like they'd be okay, I guess. But well, I, again, I think would, it's very dependent on the city, meaning having cities. If these pigeons didn't have cities to live in, then it seems like they wouldn't live. Same for dogs. If we decided we're done with dogs as pets, but cities still existed, it would probably be an overpopulation problem because there'd be plenty of food for them. Well, uh, that happens in like all kinds of European countries. There's always those wild dogs. I know. That's why I go to Greece because I like to see the dogs roaming. Yeah. It's the main draw. There was a dog in the airport when I was in Greece. It's the main draw to me. Come see the wild dogs of Greece. <laughs> They're on... They're, they're like sitting in cafes smoking. Hello. So how much of a disservice is it, though? I mean, I guess it's you could argue quality of life. I don't know what the pigeons quality of life is, but I feel as though if we didn't domesticate them and didn't have cities, then there wouldn't be so many pigeons and half these pigeons. Most of these pigeons would have never been born. So what's the trade off? But, yeah, but being no, born, that's that's worse. They would have it would have been a natural way for them to progress. But instead, we meddled with it and then we changed we, our mind we gave them the gift of life beautiful the gift of life beautiful wonderful life not a curse by any means not <laughs> not a curse to suffer and to know that one day your end will come i guess a pigeon isn't totally aware wow you're really talking about yourself you're really putting all your stuff into that pigeon <laughs> now think about it would have been better to not have been born at all you wouldn't have known you wouldn't have dealt with anything what are you talking about they would still be born no, these pigeons wouldn't have been born because of their populations wouldn't have been so big and they wouldn't have had so many places to live. Why not? Why would listen, it's not like pigeons didn't live on cliffs cliffs and things before we built cities I, and before I, we domesticated them. I'm just saying that there are many more places for them to live and places for them to thrive and eat garbage. There's <laughs> and perch on window air conditioner units. And make terrible like nests and not live as long and uh uh, get your little toes chopped off all the time. Or have yeah, those gnarled ones. They still have their toes, but they're like curled under always. I guess the pigeon population isn't huge. There's only 260 to 400 million worldwide. I figured there'd be more. In New York, if it was pigeons versus rats, who do you think would? Not, not like they would fight, but I mean, who would survive? 
the rats because they haven't been domesticated and they're clever and they know how to navigate the world because we didn't interfere. But the pigeons would be like, I forgot how to live in the wild. They haven't completely forgot how to live in the wild. They do live on their own. Only four million, huh? Four million in the city of New York, which they say is about the same as the rat. It's the same as the rat population. Well, there's this idea. It's like, oh, there's eight million people. So these animals are smaller. So there must be, you know, three times the amount as of them as, as there are people. But it's always around four million. I wonder how many squirrels live here. <gasps> Not that many. many it can't be that many. Squirrel population in New York. Ah, thanks for nothing. Are there a lot of squirrels in New York? <laughs> All right, I'm not getting an answer, and I'm not going to waste the time. Okay. It's time to start the show. Let me pop open my delicious Fresca. Established 1966. Sparkling soda water, grapefruit, citrus, original. Uh, I want you to start the music right when you clucked that. Start it. Sorry, I'm holding it. I didn't have the music loaded up properly. Uh. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. Sorry, I was savoring this delicious fresca. Grapefruit, citrus, original sparkling soda water, established 1966. You like Fresca? I used to love Fresca. Sorry, I'm distracted because my mom was FaceTiming me because I just texted her Happy Mother's Day, and I know that Ellie is with her. I'm going to FaceTime them real quick. No, 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 not now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Mother's Day. Yeah, it can wait till after the show. I was in my Fresca pitch. Oh, Fresca. Hold on a second. I got it. Hello? Happy Mother's Day! Thank you! Thank you. That's all. I'm recording right now. What's the scene or the topic? That's Greg's question. That's Greg's next question. What's the topic? Garage sales. <laughs> My mom always has ideas about what it should be. What, you want to do garage sales? Uh-huh. Okay. Thanks, Boo. I love you. Hey, Mom. Before oh, you go, yeah. Before, uh, there's something I need to tell you. <laughs> That's our little joke. And then you hang up? Yeah. We'll do, get real serious. Like, oh, hold on, guys. I got something really important to tell you. Who invented you. that? What? Uh, Pete did. Pete started it. It's a very... It, it yeah. killed me the first time it happened. Yeah, it <laughs> now feels, we do it to each other all the time. It feels like something that... Uh, you would have done with your parents. So it fits right in is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's just generational uh, comedy. Generational goof. <laughs> yeah. Some families, right, garage have, sales. some families have generational trauma. Others have generational goof. No, not garage sales. I, I think it could be an interesting topic. I just haven't been to garage sale in God knows how long. And I'm not prepared to talk about garage sales. Well, then I'll do it. No. Ugh, you suck. No. I was trying to get a Fresca endorsement, and you fucked that one up. <laughs> no, Fres Listen, if we can't get a Schweppes, Fresca ain't listening. Fresca's Canadian anyway. No, I feel like Fresca needs the help because it's not as popular as it used to be. When I was like, maybe it's maybe I'm making this up. When I was a kid, it's no. Seemed I don't to be know anything about Fresca, Greg. So I don't. I'm not prepared to talk about Fresca. That's no, fine. I'm not making it the topic. I'm just making a statement saying uh, when I was a kid, it seemed to be around. But maybe it was just because it was in Jeremy Rose's garage all the time and we go play baseball no, i think it was do you think it came out when we were kids and that's why no 66 was... if you listened to my pitch you would have known established 1966 i said it twice great so it didn't come out when we were kids it was around for 20 years <laughs> they'll be reaching out don't you worry okay so what are you going to do for mother's day what if you uh 
What if you hadn't heard from your children? Would it have hurt your feelings? If I what? If you hadn't heard from your children on Mother's Day. Oh. I wouldn't say it would hurt my feelings. I would more be like, hey, adults around them right now. The fuck? Make them call me. <laughs> so it's important that you receive the Mother's Day call. Uh, Just acknowledgement. I mean, that's fine. So we're not celebrating Mother's Day today. It's a stupid time to celebrate it when it's on the day. And like. Why, you don't want to go fight for a table space? Yeah, for a brunch. At Checkers? Yeah. <laughs> checkers <laughs> not the fast food pl place oh like c-h-e-q-u-e-r yeah there was there was a checkers yeah. restaurant near perimeter mall that i used to yes that's right i used to work over there at the w i used to valet park at that checkers and mother's day was like the biggest fucking day the line of cars would spill out into the street and you'd you know it was a very difficult task you couldn't park them all quickly so You'd have to line them up, uh, mm -hmm. you kind of just pulled it up out of the way. You jump out, you go take care of the next person. You'd pull their car up. And then once everyone was inside and it slowed down, you parked the cars. And one of the cars got stolen on a mother's day. <gasps> How did it get stolen? I, because we would just pull them up and they would stay running. And there was a back exit. To you that. left them running? Yeah, there was, you wouldn't take the keys out. There was a back exit to that. Uh, uh -huh. parking lot which usually was blocked off but it wasn't and somebody just at some point we didn't even see him do it we just didn't we gone. didn't we didn't realize it until the person came out and asked for their car <laughs> we're like what oh. the fuck it's missing so somebody clearly just walked up and i assume this has to be planned it could have been something that was spur of the moment but it feels like a strange thing it's like i'm just walking along doot, doot, oh look at these cars i'm going to steal one now the casual criminal totally feasible that could have happened mm -hmm. but my my idea is that they planned it a bit maybe they scouted a bit they knew ah, maybe it's too much work then because on most days when it's not that busy there's no way they could have stolen a car so they would have had to think oh i need it to be a busy day i know the yeah. way they operate then i'm gonna take the car so who who fucking knows the car ended up going missing uh, doesn't need to be said that the person wasn't happy whose car <laughs> was stolen. Luckily, I didn't have to deal with it. I was not the manager on on site. But boy, did he get Usually stuff out. like that, though, people that are stealing. I mean, the fact that it was sort of probably premeditated like that might mean that they have more to do with a stolen car uh, once they get the, the car. But typically when a car is stolen, people just ride it around, like fuck around. And yeah. Then, I mean, what are you going to do with it? If if you have. Well, because it's not Grand Theft Auto. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't take it to a shop and get it painted. And then you like take it to your secret chop shop where the chop shop Maybe. doesn't know. Like, but I'm saying like that's a, that's a whole infrastructure of crime that a lot of like just regular old people just getting into trouble who are also criminals, but not like career sort of like professionals, you know, they, they don't have all that. Yeah. So I was going to say, if you can make money off of a stolen car, you're obviously deep in it. You know where to take yeah. it. You know, who's going to give you money for the parts, but it, uh, it feels like a strange thing to just be walking along and then say, I'm going to go on a joyride now in this stolen car. But I know when <laughs> your car was stolen, that's what the kids did, but it was kids who stole your car. Yeah. Well, I mean, kids, not kids, kids, but. It was, it was kids. Young. They were teenagers. I don't know. I don't know if they were teenagers. I assume that they were like, I don't know, late. Like, I don't think they were in high school. I'm sure they were out of high school. They were yeah. out at like three in the morning, four in the morning. You don't think teens are out at three in the morning? I do, but I don't know. I just assume they were a little bit older. Just like, you know, restless, no direction, nothing to do. Still fucking around. Stealing a car and Whatever. going for a joyride totally feels like a 16, 17 year old thing to do. No, but these people, so like in this neighborhood, there are people that come over and like try car handles and will like rummage through people's cars for whatever they can get from them. And I think that's what they did with my car, but then realized that you could start the car. And so they, because I left my key in it. 
because it was the fob and it was a push start. So I just left it in there because I'm an idiot. And so, yeah, he just got, they just got in and they realized it could run. And so they just took it. And where did they find it? Over in a neighborhood uh, in uh, Glen Burnie near the airport, near BWI. Was it in a ditch? No, it was just parked. <laughs> it was parked uh, with some of the windows rolled down. And they, the one of the neighbors called the police about it because it was an unusual car that they hadn't seen before. And the windows were rolled down. And they saw that there were like um, car seats in the back. And they're like, that's fuck, that's weird. And so, yeah, she was like, what's this about? Man, what a nosy neighbor. There was one time I was visiting a friend. Oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, I, well, uh, part of me feels like you were disappointed to get the car back because you were hoping for that payout. Ugh, it, I know, but it's such a pain. I, the, the car wasn't shitty enough for me to be like, I hope it never shows back up and I get money for it. It was a good car. It was a Kia... Uh... Kia. Yeah, it was such a great car. One of my favorites. I loved it so much. It's like forgetting the name of your child. No. No. I don't know the Kia. Kia. I don't know the Kia models. Neither. What are you? What were you? A Kia? Oh, I feel so bad. Gigi, I'm sorry. I don't remember your real thing. I don't, I, the Sorrento is the only thing I know. It's an SUV. It doesn't matter what it was. Okay. It was stolen. It came back. You were disappointed. Yeah. Uh, some nosy person saw it and like, what is this car doing here? This car doesn't belong here. And I was going to say that there was one I think time. it was a Sorrento. There was one time I was in Atlanta visiting one of my friends. And she has, at the time, had a younger kid. And the kid needed to go down for a nap. So uh, it was like, if you show up now going to rile her up and she's not going to go to sleep so just hang out for like 15 20 minutes and i was already yeah. in the area so i just parked in the neighborhood and was sitting there and then the cops came the cops showed up because some neighbor called the police on me because i was parked on the on the main road not in someone's <laughs> driveway sure it was in front of someone's house it was actually in front of a park that was there i, uh-huh. I chose not to park in someone in front of someone's house and uh, the cops came up I'm like hmm, what are you doing and they they fucking Searched me. I mean, they I searched you. I agreed. I was like, whatever. In that instance, I decided I'm just sitting here. There's nothing going on. Let yeah. them fucking search me. So they leave. Because if I'm like, no, I don't give you permission to do that. It's going to turn into a thing. It still felt right. fucking violating. And, you know, I'm not telling this as a woe is me thing, because ultimately it ended up. This was when I was borrowing Eric's car. Like I wasn't, oh. I wasn't, this wasn't when I was borrowing it for good, but I was in town. I didn't have a car and I said, can I take your car? And, uh, they ran the plates like Eric Von Hessler, regular guys. So I was like, yeah. <gasps> <laughs> like, did they ask you, why do you have his car? I, I said before, I was like, yeah, I'm his friend. I'm borrowing his car. Like they just like, oh yeah. And then they started talking about the show. <laughs> Where's Steve? <laughs> <laughs> One of them did not ask where Steve, but it would have been very fitting. And I should have lied and said yeah. that he did ask that. He's in the trunk. He's dead. Killed him. I remember he pulled like money out of, no, he pulled a check out of my pocket. It's like, hmm, a che- it was like a rent check. Cause so it was when I was living in Atlanta, when I was living in someone's basement in Inwood right. park. Is that, is that the name of the neighborhood? I'm forgetting. Inman park. Inman park. I can't even, yeah. I can't remember the Atlanta <laughs> names anymore. I've been gone for so long. Oh, what a loser. Inwood is, <laughs> I know what a loser. Isn't that sad? No, it's all right. Uh, Inwood's in Manhattan. In Man is Atlanta, the first suburb. How could I forget Atlanta's first suburb? In Man. But anyway, I had a rent check. He's like, hmm, what's this for? A check for $650. I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's not so strange to have a check in your pocket, I don't think. You know how they get? They always have these, everything mm-hmm. is accusatory. Everything is so weird. Hmm. Right. Wearing a belt, huh? Why do you need a belt? <laughs> yeah, losing some weight. Need some help with your pants? Where did you go? This is me now coming back into the country after going to Ireland. Where did you go? Huh? Huh? Ireland. Why would you go there? Why? Why? What's going on? You're returning home? This is where you live? You live in New York, huh? Yes, I do live in New York. Who's this guy you're traveling with? 
hey, hey, guy that you're traveling with, what's, what's up with that beard? How long did it take you to grow that beard? It's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you all doing? Why can't you say? How long did it take you to grow that beard? Yes, because they try to trip you up. I, it's just they want to see if you're like they're gauging reactions so that they can contrast that against other reactions. Right. Because yeah, everyone's yeah. a fucking criminal to begin with. And we know that you're up to no good and it's up to us to catch you. Instead of saying, you know, hey, did you have a good time? Welcome back. I'm welcome home. You know, I, I know that traveling can be tiring. Hopefully it was a good time. Let me make this easy for you so you can get home. But instead, it's like, why are you here? To kill the country? Is that what you what you want to do? Huh? You know, like the United States, how you want to kill it? <laughs> Fuck you. So anyway, I don't, I don't know how to move back from that story to what we were talking about before. Mother's Day, stolen cars in general going out to, you know, Mother's Day. Yes, terrible idea. So what is your plan for later in the week? Well, I was going to take my mom. All she wants to do is like drink margaritas and have like Mexican food. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, let's do that. So I was going to take her, but then I realized that I've got the show on the, in the evening. So I can't take her out. Oh, fuck. It dinner. ruins everything for you. It's like Jared can't go to Braves games now. He can't get there on time. Yeah. It is odd. Like, it's crazy nice to be... uh when I don't have the kids, you know, to just realize the night, like the night before work that you don't have to get up in the morning for work, you know, you have all day to fuck around, you know, uh, and that's, that's really nice and that's cool. You can get a lot done, but then there are some other things like I want to, when I do have the kids, like it sucks. I can't have dinner with them. It'd be better if it and, were three to six, right? It's not, so it doesn't matter. And this is pointless conversation, yeah, if, but because yeah, six, I could jump out and have at least sit down with them. I could push them to seven o'clock. And you're getting but, into my territory. Soon they'll be eating at ten p.m. It's just too late for them. You know, I I would need to like feed them when they get out of school at three o'clock. You know, they get out at two thirty. Like feed them. Yeah. Um, and then for them to wait until seven. Yeah, six o'clock. And then after that, like, and you'd be say, like, okay, now it's time for get ready for bed right after that. So it's it's a odd time. And then I can't take can't do take anybody out to dinner. Do you huh. do the podcast thirty every day when you have the kids? You have been, I guess, but No, I have not. Oh, you haven't been there. Absolutely not. I will not do it when I have the kids. I I feel a little guilty about no, it. That's like, no, that's because it's a whole other hour. You don't start it ends at like seven forty five at that point. Seven fifty. Yeah. And then the kids have to, I get the kids ready for bed by 8.15. We're not really in bed until like 9, you know, like settled until like 9.15, 9.30. But, so you can't you know. take your mom out now, you're saying, because she goes, what time does your mom go to bed? It's not really what time she goes to bed, but she doesn't want to eat at 7. <laughs> what time does she, she want to eat? eat? 5? Yeah, they eat at 5. So My mom starts dinner at 5. They eat at 5.30. Couldn't you push her to like 6.30 and then leave the show early one day? I could. I just was saying I'll do it next weekend or the weekend after that. Something. I mean, that's nice too, but it's a shame that you can't go out and just have some yeah, booze and nice. cheese dip <laughs> with jalapenos or without. Uh, Without for her. She can't handle anything spicy. Yeah. Well, we should pose that to the listeners. Do you like your cheese dip with jalapenos or without? Give us a call mm. now, 404 Is that what's happening on the other? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not commentary on anything. I'm just curious. I'm, I'm not ask, telling you if there's commentary. I'm asking the questions. I would not just know. <laughs> I would not know. And that's I love the all the talk where it's like people like Jared, how he just like presses the gas when he talks sometimes. <laughs> he doesn't really say anything. People are loving the new times. Everybody loves it. Yeah, it's empty. It's fucking empty platitudes. Bless his sweet little heart. I feel bad, but I don't know where that comes from. Says stuff. I don't. <laughs> there was one. There was one time we were going into the break, and I don't know what Jared said. Jared just like, like I said, he just pressed the gas and just stuff came out of his mouth. I don't know what he said, and I texted Tim, and I was like, "What did?" He even just say, I have no idea. It was just words. 
and mixed it's, together into a pleasant tone. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know where it comes from. No, either. It's like just say what? things. Say say the things that all the other radio stations say about number one, number one favorite amongst listeners doing so well. Everyone is just loving it. It's like well, and how it's... sometimes when he brings things up when it's an article, he's like, well, I know you know Tim's really interested in this. You know, uh, grass in people's lawns have been uh, dying. Like, what? <laughs> Well, instead of owning it yourself, it's like a way to force someone else into the conversation. It's like, uh, you're really interested in this. No, I'm not. But now I have to talk about it. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks it's, for setting it's it up. odd because, I don't know, it just feels so inauthentic and it's hard to move. It's hard to go with, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to engage with that because even though we are silly and we're not like so serious or or even so honest on the radio show, but we're just not that radio-y, I guess. And so when he talks like that, I just laugh. I'm like, what are you doing? I liked when he did a tease for me the other day and told me what story I was going to be doing next. I, you hated that. Yeah, because I wasn't going to do that story. <laughs> You're like, I guess I have to do this. I decided not to do that story. Anyway, right. it's getting too... Too into the weeds of the radio show. I know people oh, enjoy that. I know people enjoy it. If the numbers, the downloads of this show show <laughs> that <laughs> what people like. So when yeah. we talk about the other show. But I was still uh I was still curious about your plans. Like you talked about going up oh. to your, your mom. Yeah, so I'm gonna take my mom out. Uh my kids gave me some little things that they got from that they made from school. Ellie made this really cute little shrinky dink. Do you know what shrinky dinks are? No. It's something that starts out bigger. It's made from a special material and you put it in the oven and it shrinks to a tiny size and it stays its shape. Um, while it's in the oven, it looks really scary because it gets all like curled up and scary and you have to like trust that it will get, you know, back to its regular shape. Anyway, so um, it's this like little piece of notebook paper, except it's shrinky dink. So it's plasticky and thick. And she wrote down, it was like an ingredient card of, you know, what makes a good mom? And it's like a tablespoon of kisses and a teaspoon of hugs and love and, you know. But it's so cute. I just like that it's real tiny and written in her little handwriting and stuff. That was cute. And then Pete gave me, um, oh, he filled out one of those things where it's like, uh, how old is your mom? Well, like, what's your mom's name? Okay, Autumn. How old is your mom? He wrote 24. <laughs> yeah. Man, when he finds out the truth, he's thinking 24 40. is old. Yeah. It's going to blow his mind. He's like, holy shit. Ancient. Um, you know how you make fun of me for, uh, if, I, if I say something was embarrassing or something, or if I do something that sounds fun, you're like, oh, I bet you loved that. I'm like, no, I didn't love it. it was just at work, at the Yacht Club, I love when people find out how old I am because they're always surprised. <laughs> Makes you feel good because it does. Yeah, because uh, you've still got it. Well, and I, I, I feel two ways about it. One, I feel like, yeah, I'm still cute. You know, like I'm, st I still look good, which I do. And then two, I, uh, I think, oh, is it because I act so silly? Like, yeah, is it actually and because, because you're, I'm and because you're serving, maybe too. And then, well, then that too. yeah, you don't expect a fucking old hag. Yeah. A waitress. So you act like a child and you look like yeah. a child and then they find out and you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. I am not as old, as, as young as you think. That's great for me because <laughs> I clearly don't uh, exude old. And then the next thing on their face that you can see, though, is sadness because they, because they think, oh, <laughs> don't, she's, don't make this shitty. <laughs> she's serving me at the yacht club. When I was 40. Oh, I'm not talking about this, the people I'm surveying. I talk about the people I work with. Oh, okay. Well, still, even that, though, because then you're working with kids. And like, oh, when I'm that age, there's no way I'm going to be working here. And then you yeah, say, then you I know what? Yeah, I'm on the radio. Yeah, then, like, you, then you pull up uh, the WSB site. Like, yeah, well, look at this shit. And like, radio? You really <laughs> are that? fucking old. That thing in the car that I don't know how to do? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then you say, oh. And that's the end of oh. it. No, I mostly, um, I'm fine with how I act. I feel, I feel like I have the most fun at work. And I also, are you working honestly, today, I, by the way? Yeah. And well, yeah, oh, I'm going to make so much money tonight. Yeah. Because I, I know we, 
I, I just saw this. Restaurants are apparently Mother's Day is the busiest day for restaurants like in the, all year. And it's beautiful here today. So it's going to be like insane. I guess that makes sense. Like Again, I'm not, uh, we established restaurants are busy while we're really digging down and doing the investigative <laughs> journalism. But I was just surprised that out of all the days, it is actually the busiest. I didn't know. I thought maybe. But it makes sense. What other day would it be? Maybe Valentine's, Valentine's day. day. Yeah. Yeah. Surprisingly, I bet you uh, Thanksgiving is up there. Yeah, but not or, the busiest. Not the busiest. I just mean like in the list, I bet. Because most people aren't going out. Yeah. I know I know that they're people. What, what, what holiday do you think is the busiest for restaurants? <laughs> Give us a call and let us know. Oh, oh great. People are loving stuff like that. We got so anyway, you're going to be working tonight. You'll make a shitload of money. What do you think you're yeah, going to I'm make? Excited. 400 at 500, $600? No, I never like to go in with a pre-meditated. No, a, uh, I don't, an expectation of how much money I'm going to make because, you know, it's, you, you know, it's, it's just a bad way to do it. I just go in and I mostly just try and have fun and then do a good job. You should really lean into that. I'm a mom and I'm not with my kids today because I'm here serving you. Oh, my God. People put uh, not here, but at other jobs, you know, they put pictures of their kids in their uh, server book so that when they like unfold the book and <laughs> uh, <laughs> member or guests see. Like, I'd be pissed. I'd, yeah. I'd say, what are you doing? You're trying to manipulate me. You're getting less mm -hmm. of a tip now. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's my son. <laughs> I haven't seen him in. <laughs> A couple of years, but I'm getting back on my feet, and <laughs> I I would be so fucking offended. You th you think I'm an idiot? Yeah. You think that I'm a fucking moron? As as much as you try to pass it off as just a passive thing. Oh no, I just like to do that there because I leave that picture there it because I love them. Reminds me of why I do this job. I'd say get you get nothing. I'm gonna give you half the tip, and I'm gonna spit on the money. You're <gasps> Damn, not gonna know. That is really intense reaction. <laughs> <laughs> spitting on the money yeah it's insulting yeah i find i like you should here's what you should do you should have every well you you need to text them because it's hard for them to know when you get a new table so you text um ellie for example and you say now and then she facetimes and as you're at the mm -hmm. table you're like oh excuse me it's my daughter she's facetiming me for mother's day that way it seems a little more organic. Every table. Yeah. It seems a little yeah. more organic until like one of the people gets up to go to the I'm bathroom and sees you doing the same thing at another table. <laughs> yeah. She's like, mom, where are you? Oh, baby, I had to work. I'm sorry. You know, I care I so much about you. you and I need to feed you and clothe you. And I work. That's why I work two jobs. That's right. That's, that's how mommy affords your medicine. <laughs> that's why I work three <laughs> jobs. Uh, you do. Trivia. So, I do. I you know, know. People don't need to know what the jobs are, but you can just put it out. There. I work three jobs. But yeah. Good idea. That's why mommy works so hard. That's why mommy never sees you. So I can put clothes on your back. See, there's an, an art to manipulation. This is what people mm. are too heavy handed with it quite often. Well, don't you think this is pretty heavy handed? Uh, yes. <laughs> it, <laughs> in, in planning it is, but in execution, it could be much subtler. Right. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't really like if we were really being if we were really going to plan something diabolical, I would never be like, that's why mommy works so much. Baby, baby. Like, oh, hey, baby, thank you so much. I miss you so much. You know, maybe I'll see you tomorrow. You know, and like, OK, I have to go. Mommy's working. Bye. I love you. I love you, too. Bye. Oh, guys, I'm so sorry about that. Nah, so you wouldn't even say that. You don't even call attention to it. You get the FaceTime call. You act well because you're taking a phone call at a table. You got to acknowledge it. Well, I think you don't even acknowledge you know, it. Rings. You don't even have to answer. Is what you do. It rings, <gasps> and then you just say, "Oh," and you forward it. You you end the call, whatever the fuck it is you do with a FaceTime yeah. call, and you apologize, and you just make it so that they can see that it's your daughter calling. Like so. Well, you, I should say like, "Oh, my daughter's calling." No, you, I think you go up to the table. And uh, uh, you put your phone down for whatever reason. <laughs> Face up. <laughs> we can't do this in a fantasy world. We have to do it in real no, life. So when it rings, they see. Uh -huh. And it just says daughter. Daughter. <laughs> and then you say, oh, excuse me. And then they just, look, these people, they can put it together themselves. Oh, she has a daughter. 
oh, it's Mother's Day. Oh, mm-hmm. she's here working. Let's take care of her. The moment you say something about it, you call attention mm-hmm. to it, you've gone too far. You've got to be very subtle, the art of Oof. manipulation. And sometimes, okay. in this instance, you have to find a way to execute quickly. But uh, in instances where something doesn't have to be done, there's no immediacy, take it from an expert me, the long play. You just take your time, patience, until I feel at work that I'm a, I'm a really good manipulator. And uh, it's a bit unassuming. People don't know what I'm doing. And by the time they figure it out, I'm long gone. They have no, what the <laughs> fuck happened? That guy really pulled one long over on us. <laughs> it's like I have this idea of me as a manager. Some people uh, become managers so they can advocate for the company. I feel uh-huh. like they, people get in and they get that power. And like the company has empowered me to look out for its best interest. And that's what I'm going to do. So don't you try to fuck over the, the company. And I'm a person who has gotten into management to advocate for the people who work on my team. And so I'm maneuvering, swimming through the back channels, uh, doing things to undermine the company in subtle little ways, getting the people on my team the things that they need and the recognition and the money they deserve. So there's a difference. I'm well, good. That's nice. The art of manipulation. I'm going to write a whole book. Okay. You should. Let's hope my manager doesn't listen. <laughs> well, I mean, you're not screwing over the company and like. No, no, there's nothing illegal happening. Yeah, you're just. It's just you're amongst a group of people who are like, yeah, we're all here and they're all down there. And I yeah, say, yeah. I'm really one of them, not one yeah. of you. <laughs> and then it goes from there. Well, people love what you do, Greg. I mean, you're doing such a great job. I mean, what you're doing over there, I mean, it's just, I'm impressed personally. <laughs> There's nothing to be impressed about. None of the work matters. Most most work people do doesn't matter. You could get rid of them. You could get rid of their jobs. You could get rid of the company. The world doesn't fucking change. And most instances, it would change for the better. Like Disney World, people, oh, it's making people happy. Oh, wow, Disney in general, bringing smile. You get rid of Disney. Uh, most likely, the world's a better place, but nothing really changes. Maybe, Man, some Ellie- pe- maybe some people have memories of Disney or they liked Disney, but once they die, nobody else knows that Disney was there. They read about it and like, who fucking cares? There was a lot of cool science when we went to, like Epcot. Yeah, what did it cost you? Fun. What did that cool science cost you? Well, I don't know. It was my, it was my parents did it when I was in fourth grade. Don't let. But them. yeah, Ellie wants like kids want to go to Disney World at some point, and I just think like I don't, I feel like that sounds like a real pain in the ass, um, and to spend so much money to like have to do that thing where you like. Oh, you got to get to the park and you got to figure and you got to walk. I just want to, I honestly, I feel like I hate the idea of cruises, but I would go on a Disney cruise if I was going to do Disney at all. Because then there's like, there's not like a billion jillion miles to walk in a day where you're sweating and you've gotten summer and you're exhausted and you have to spend a bajillion dollars to like eat lunch, um, but on a Disney cruise, it's like made for the kids. So the kids have stuff to do. And then you can just kind of chill. You know, you just like walk around. I don't know. It seems like that's the best way to sort of, it's like a Disney hack. Until you try to go to the pool and there's no room in the pool and everyone's just standing there in their one little spot of water. Like, this is my spot. I can't do anything. I don't know if that's what? a Disney cruise in particular. I don't know. <laughs> you might be thinking of like carnival. Or just cruises in general. Or I just think. the Walmart of cruises, apparently. I think they get packed. And Carnival's the the party boat, right? So you're gonna have a lot of frat dudes on it. Oh, it's not the party one. It's the it's the Walmart. It's like the the shittiest. It's the cheapest, and it's like the worst people. Yeah, well, I thought in general Carnival. It's like come here and party. It's right there in the name. Yeah, it's have a good Carnival. Norwegian. You're not gonna expect to go have a blast. You're like I don't yeah. know. I'm gonna sit around. <laughs> what else is there to do? Norwegian. Look at the fjords. Well, you'll be at Disney World before you know it. Ma, mama, mama, mama. I, I don't want to spend 4K mama, on a vacation over here. where I'm mama, miserable. Mama, look over here. The skeleton man from that movie. Mama, mama. Encanto. Skeleton? No, Encanto or whatever it was. 
Oh, not in Kanto. <laughs> yeah, there was, a, there was a skeleton man in that movie. Not in Kanto. In Kanto is the one about with like Bruno. Oh, Coco. Coco, that's right. <laughs> I don't. I won't watch Coco because I hear it's so sad. Uh, the skeleton man. He's around Disney. People love him. And you're gonna have Groot now. Groot will be. Oh God, I forgot that they're all Disney too. Around Disney, Mama, look, look over here, Mama, 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 Mama. They do it now. So what's the difference? That's where Mom. You like you just said like we're in the middle of talking, right? I mean, like in the car. I'm like, so you know, how about you do? Yeah, you too. And then talk. Yeah, and then in the middle, like Mom, like what? I'm like we're still talking, Mom. Bitch, what? I love you. Yeah. No, don't fall for it. Yeah, talk about man- masters of manipulation. You should co-author it with my kids or with any kid. Well, that's a big part of manipulation. You get a person who you know that even if they catch you manipulating them, they're not going to do anything about it because they're going to feel guilty because mm-hmm. you've been so good at manipulating them. You put them in a spot where if they call you out, they feel like they're wrong. That's yeah, that's. Oh my the, god! Can you tell? I have to tell you that is the relationship with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> That is the relationship with my dad. If I, I feel like I don't complain to him, but if, if I'm complaining about it, you have this other part of your brain where it's like, well, you know, what has he really done? Like he's never, you know, he didn't abandon me. He didn't, you know, he's he's always very generous. Um, uh, he, he's not mean to you, whatever. But it's the, it's the, if you skim the surface of him and our relationship, it's like there is nothing to worry about. But that's all there is, is this like the pudding skin on the top. That's it. There's nothing else. Well, he's taking the time over life. And I wonder, he's probably never even thought consciously about that. Like the dynamic and you saying no. that what I just said is pretty much your dynamic and that kind of manipulation. That's just something that comes up. It's a... Uh, a result, a coincidence in a way. It's like he's just kind of maneuvered and positioned himself into spots where he's most comfortable, and that's what was born out of it. Well, it was interesting. So I was talking to my mom about it, um, and she was saying that she was describing the relationship that he had with his mom when his mom was still alive, that, like, it was mostly my mom and his mom that would, like, sit and talk and like visit and stuff because he would just go into the other room and like watch TV and like she would every once in a while the mom would come up and like I was like was there any affection like any sort of intimacy and he was like she said yeah I mean like sometimes his mom would like come up and like give him a hug from behind like when he's sitting in a chair or something and he would be like like not really into it so even with his own mom you know there wasn't a sort of deeper relationship. It's the same with his son, with my half brother. Like there's no, there's no interest or no ability to have anything deeper. And has uh, your half brother tried? Does he he reach out? What's that? Did your half brother reach out? Did he try to have a relationship? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I think that my brother's the same way. You know, he's like kind of, I don't know him that well, <laughs> so, but he seems, I don't know, a little disconnected, just like I was and my dad. Um, but recently my dad gave me a gift. He gave me this necklace and in the box, it was like, it had a little note that was written by the person, not by him about, you know, daughter, you know like what it means to have you as a daughter and when I got it I was like oh because I instantly thought now I have to perform you know because even my mom was like he's gonna want a phone call yeah because he did a thing (laughs) For him, that was difficult. He didn't even give it to me. So he he gave gave it to my mom to give it to me. (laughs) And she was like, don't you want to give it to her? And he was like, no, you can give it to her. Because she was bringing the kids over. So she handed it to me. 
And then she came in the house because we're looking for stuff for a garage sale because she's having a garage sale. <laughs> That's why she wanted the, that to be the topic. And um, and then dad called her and she was like, see, he wants you to call him. <laughs> I was like, okay. So we talked. But I was like, God, you know, thank you so much. Thank you. It's really beautiful. Blah, blah, blah. And he was like, yeah, you know, what I really liked about it was the note inside. I was like, yeah. I think, yeah, it was nice. Maybe he's trying to express. He's incapable of doing it. This is why cards exist in the first place. Because yeah. well, so many people have zero ability to express anything. And then they read something. And like, oh, my God, that's very impactful. Like, you read it. I read it. It's like, what the fuck? This is empty. This is just, this is fucking it, generic. And if I give it to yeah. you, it doesn't mean anything because somebody else is also giving it to someone they care about. It's, <laughs> yeah. this is dumb. I didn't even think about there being a second one, the exact same thing. <laughs> I mean, this is always my argument with things like Valentine's Day. It's like, what do you, it doesn't yeah. mean anything because this person next to you who's a loser is doing the same thing. So, and even with Mother's Day, sure, take the time, uh, recognize your mom, thank her for fucking you up. Or instilling, <laughs> instilling uh, uh, strange pathologies yeah. and bad coping mechanisms. I, I really appreciate you. But this is why the card goes out. It's like, I don't know what to say to you, Mom. So here's a card, and I read it, and I thought, man, this really kind of sums it up. Yeah. So maybe with your dad reading this, it's something. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's what I'd like to say. Well, yeah. and that's the thing. It's and, and that's the part where it's like, if I complain, I feel terrible because... Like, why would you complain? He tried. He's trying. But he's not really trying. Like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't. I, uh, it's. It means. It's not about me. This wasn't for me. This was for him to feel something. It wasn't for me to feel something. Which is fair, too. I mean, it, it, it's something. If it's something for him, it's still something he wants and it's something uh, that he can only get through a relationship with you. But that puts me in a spot where I have to give him what he wants instead of this is supposed to be. Oh, I hear you. Me. I hear. Yeah. I, I'm not I, I'm not arguing that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that it's not shitty to deal with. It's like, hey, I'm doing something for you. Just kidding. It's for me. And now it's absolutely <laughs> put you in a spot. This is why I hate gifts in the first place. Even when people aren't doing that, it's always performative when you open it in front of the person. You're like, oh, I got it. You know, even like, if they aren't doing it for themselves. Yeah. It's like, well, I got to make sure that you know that I appreciate it. And more than likely, I'm not going to like whatever it is. But now I have to act. <laughs> That's your neuroses, though, because I feel like you can get to a place where you're like, I trust this person isn't doing this for them. It is actually something that they think for me. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, there's certainly people in my life who can get me gifts and yeah. I can be I can really appreciate what the gifts are. And then I feel then it's a whole other thing. Then I feel like I don't deserve it. And oh, this, is, <laughs> this is too nice. <laughs> like even, uh, you know, Christina getting me the sewer face wallet for my birthday. There was I don't a, know that. What is that? There's a home video uh, where I have this wallet that says sewer face and I'm like shoving it in the camera and, uh. and like it has this, it has this ball of goo and slime that's got a face on it. Oh, and cool. uh, I was shoving it in the camera. I was like, I was making fun of, you know, kids like, mom, mom, I'm like, dad, daddy, dad, dad, daddy, dad, what does it say? What does it say? What does it say? And he finally pays attention. He's like, sewer face. And then <laughs> she, she found the sewer face wallet. Like, oh, my e God. That's amazing. On eBay. So, yeah, like to me, it's like, what am I going to, am I going to use that wallet? No. But to, to me, a gift like that has a lot yeah. more meaning because I'm sentimental and it's thoughtful and, you know. I, I think I actually put it in a drawer, which then Christian asked, like, why'd you put it in the drawer? I was like, well, it's, it's no reason. Like, not that I don't want to display it. I just know what can you do? You can like mount it in like a shadow box. or something. I can only display so much. And I got a lot of weird things on display. But, you know, it's yeah. really appreciative of mm -hmm. that. Dad, dad, daddy, dad, dad, ma, ma. You know that uh, mom comes from babies saying ma, ma. like when they're really yeah. small, the first things they say. That's, the, that's why a lot of, uh, in many different languages, 
Mom is very similar. It's the first noise. First noise that babies can make. See, look, the mother is put first. Well, listen, wait, really quick. Before we, I just want to say really quick, I was thinking, so I talked about this with my mom because I was like, I cannot, like, this was all up in my head, swirling around like a blender. How was the, how was the thing itself? Not the note. The necklace? Yeah. It's fine. Would you wear it? It's a little like chunk, chunky. Oh, it's like an Italian Figaro, a big one. (laughs) No, it's an Italian horn. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a gangster. No, it's, um, it's like a, it's like, um. You know, like if a spider dies and its legs curl up? Yeah, because I smashed one the other day and its legs still curled up. Oh, so it's kind of like that where the legs have like little diamonds on it. And then the center, there's like a diamond. I'm sure it's not. I mean, it's it's not real, but. um, All right. So which I I don't care. So you talked to him, though. Uh, I know you did not. I talked to my mom. But I thought he said to you that the note, I really thought the note was. Oh, yeah. And again, it was like what he liked about the note. I'm like, yeah. What did the note say? I threw it away because I couldn't stop. I could. It was like mocking me. You know, it was like staring at me every time I saw it. You know, it was like. Was that long? Daughter. Mm, it was no. It was like three sentences, but it was it was on a little square card. You know, so it would say like daughter, and then it had like a little block of text, a block of text, a block of text. It's one of those things something kind. where it tries to give you the definition of daughter. Like somebody thought they were clever. Daughter, person, connected, on, <laughs> level, unbeknownst to others, universal, language. Like just. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Yeah. Like if Jared wrote a little card. <laughs> and like, did you keep going back to Jared? <laughs> well, just you know, bless him. Okay. Um, but what I was telling my mom was like, you know what I kind of wanted to do is what he did with me with that, um, electric blanket. <laughs> just like, mm, just give it back to him. Like, mm, it's not really for me. No explanation. There you go. I don't want it. Wait, what happened there? You remember the electric blanket I got for my dad for Christmas? Did I not talk about this with you or, or on the show? I, I'm, I don't want to say yes or no, because maybe you did. And then I don't remember. And then I come off as a bad. Uh... Okay. Well, it's not long. It's really quick. So I, one of the first gifts that I got for Christmas. Anyone during Christmas this last year was this electric heating blanket that I got. And it was like that like black and red, like lumberjack pattern or whatever that's called. And my dad is always cold. And I was like, oh, my God, it's the best gift. Like, I was so excited because I felt like it was utilitarian and uh, it was soft. And I thought he was going to, you know, I figured he'd love it. You know, I felt like it was a perfect gift for him Um, because it's hard to get him anything, you know. So anyway, um, I gave it to him and he was excited about it. And then a week or two later, um, it was sitting by the front door at his house, at their house. And I thought, oh, maybe it's broken because I also got one for Ellie because she was so excited about his gift. So I got one for her too, but her stopped working for some reason. So I, was, I returned it. Um, and I thought, oh, did it break? Like, what's happening? He's like, no, no, it just wasn't for me. He's like, you can return it. I was like, oh. It was sitting outside? No, no. I was sitting by the door, like in the front, okay. like before you walk out. I had the idea but, of it sitting outside. <laughs> just outside. <laughs> it's like, eh, get no, this but out of like, here. What? I was like, what do you mean? He was like, nah, I don't know. It's just, just not for me. Uh, <laughs> okay. And then, again, I was like, conflicted because I thought, well, I don't want to, I don't want to give someone a gift that they don't want like I don't want them to keep it just out of politeness or etiquette or something but it could have been handled so differently and, and, and oh he told my mom like my mom says she got the impression that it was difficult for him to um work when it's just this like one rubber little pad that has a button for on a button for warmer I mean it's the same button the on button warmer warmer warmest and off right and she told me that she thought that he was telling her that like, I can't figure it out. And like, he's old and like, it's confused or something. And I was like, he can, he runs a fucking online eBay business and he can do all that. And the taxes for that and figure all like the shipping and the printing and all that. And like, he can't, that's what you think until the IRS comes and arrests him. (laughs) I go, I guess not. So, yeah. And I was like, so again, like I said, I was conflicted because I thought, well, I don't want somebody to keep something just because they don't want to 
hurt my feelings, but it could have it could have been approached so differently. You know, like he could have said, thank you. You know, I it's just, you know, can we figure out something else? Like, it's not really working for me. Blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like he could have was just like, no, just on the floor. No, I don't want it. And yeah, that really, really hurt my feelings. And I knew that it was something so small, but it meant something so big, you know? So then when I got this, <laughs> this necklace, it just makes me want to feel, I feel a little resentful, I guess. You should Here. put it no, by the door. It. You, should be, you should put it by the door. Yeah. Just on the floor, just a pile. No, I don't want it. You can return it. Not for me. Yeah, not for me. How much do you think it cost? <sighs> I have no idea. Why did he buy it? Did he set out it. to buy it? Was he thinking about buying you something or was it a thing where you think he was just, I, mean, I don't know if it was online or in a store, but he was just saw it and impulse purchase. I, I I don't know. I really don't know where he got it. Oh, but there's a lot of, oh, okay, look, here's another. So I just searched it. To my beautiful daughter, someday when the pages of my life end, I will know, <laughs> I know that you will be one of the most beautiful chapters. Always keep me in your heart for you are always mine. Nothing well, there and you go. no one, not even time will ever change that. I, yeah, just like. there. You tell me that he constantly thinks he's dying. Or he's about to die. Yeah. yeah. So, uh-huh. so now it makes even oh, more sense. Oh, I found sense. it. Oh, my God. Hold on a second. I found it. Was that not what you read me was not actually what he. No, I just found a random oh. one. Okay. So this says I found it. Hold on. Come on. Wait, I closed my eyes. Wait, are there different ones? Okay, this. Ew, oh God. Okay, I closed my eyes for but a moment, and suddenly a woman stood where I, a girl, used to be. If I could give you one thing in life, I would give you the ability to see yourself through my eyes, your beauty and kindness, how happy you make me, and how proud I am of you. Perhaps then you will, you would, realize how special you are to me. I love you now and forever. And then another part says, I may not carry you now in my arms, but I will always carry you in my heart says to my amazing daughter this is a website i don't know what this website is but just when i googled like daughter necklace <laughs> this website i found the first one and it says three dollars and 98 cents no yes <laughs> i can't be the right way I can't be. <laughs> I'm, I'm, now i regret going down this path i, I totally regret it <laughs> he couldn't have hold on oh wait there's another one okay phew, there's another one that's like fifty dollars <laughs> three dollars well, what you just read is totally different than the one I was like, I am dying when I am dead. Oh, this is the real one. I found it. Never forget that I love you forever. I hope you believe in yourself as much as I believe in you. Whenever you feel overwhelmed, remember whose daughter you are and straighten your crown. You are braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, smarter than you think, and loved more than you know. I can't promise to be here for the rest of your life. <laughs> I promise to love you for the rest of mine. Love, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. (laughs) mom and i sometimes make plans for our future like dad's dying any day and i'm like i have to remind her like he's not dying he he could be here for another 20 years we don't know well i think when you're around a person who's constantly saying it's it's here it's here it's coming yeah we start thinking but we can't plan that way maybe you should plan you should always have a plan well, I mean, we have an idea, but we can't, but you know, you start talking about it like it's going to happen and like you start making, pl- it's like, no, it's not happening yet. At least he spent $50. Not $3.80. <laughs> Mother's Day conversation turns into your issues with your dad. <laughs> I know. Well, what, what actually was that, if we want to bring it back to Mother's Day really quickly, um, I was feeling such a certain way about it. And like I said, it was just swirling around in my brain. I couldn't handle anything. So I called my mom. We talked about it. And, you know, she empathized with me and talked about, you know, her experiences with him and then, you know, her life and then my life and all this stuff. And we, you know, I'm crying. And um, it really, it brought, it brings us closer together because it makes me realize like, 
yeah, dad and I don't argue. We don't get into any, like, I'm not annoyed by him, by his acting, like by anything he does. Cause I'm not really around him. Um, but I do get annoyed with my mom and I do sort of, you know, we have like a little spat or something, but at least we have a relationship, you know, like I, being I annoyed is in- normal. You yeah, in- it's normal. It's absolutely normal. But I always felt like that was something, something's wrong, you know, but no, that's just normal. And you interact with anyone awesome. on any regular basis, you're going to be annoyed with them. Right. But like I said, I felt like that was something wrong, you know, and I would feel guilty for being mad at her or annoyed. And uh, no, that's just normal. And it, it was I just was telling her, like, I'm so happy that we have this because even though it's not perfect, it's something. Nah, what is perfect? I'm not going to have yeah, nothing. anything yeah, exactly. that's perfect. And you can take her out <gasps> for her margs and chips without yeah. jalapenos and contribute to the $31 billion that's spent on Mother's Day because people have fallen into the trap, which, uh, did you know, originally Mother's Day was supposed to be Mother's Friendship Day, where mothers were just supposed to be friends with each other after the Civil War, and both sides <gasps> could come together. Really? It's like, my son fought for the Confederate States of America. It's like, my son oh, was my son. And it's like, well, we should still be friends no matter what. And then it became, oh. and it became a capitalist capitalistic money grab. It's like, well, you love your mom? Well, you better show up by spending fucking money. Yeah. <laughs> Turn out your pockets. Right. Empty them. Pull out your wallets. Thanks, Woodrow Wilson. Signed it into law. It's, that, that Mother's Day is a law. Oh, <laughs> well, just because it's a it's an official holiday, right? Not like it's a, yeah, I, it's yeah. not a law. We signed it into <laughs> law. 1914. What does that mean? It, it's exactly what you said. It's just it's official now. But uh, okay, I I think by signing it into law, it's like you override the states since it's supposed to be states' rights. Uh-huh. Like, uh, no, okay. no, no, no. Gotcha. You all, the country is here yeah. with Mother's Day. And then who knows with Father's Day? Just probably some. Did anyone care? I don't. I can't imagine dads out there saying, "But what about me?" I think it was just uh, people saying. You know, it's another opportunity to make a lot of money. So, well, I mean, other countries have like other countries have like Children's Day. Well, that's dumb too. It's so much time. Every and energy. day is Children's Day. Yeah, it's much time and energy and sanity you spend on children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't deserve a special day. <laughs> I know, especially these days. It feels like every day is a special day. It's like, shut up. Well, I guess I'll call my mom. That'll be the extent of it. I, yeah. I don't send cards. You know, for a person, this is more so my dad. And then we'll wrap this up. Okay. But he's big into cards. Not a sentimental person. We'll throw every <laughs> fucking thing away. But cards mean something to him. Interesting. And despite that, you get him a card. Then you ask him where it is. Like, well, I got rid of it. He's like, well, I don't, I don't understand <laughs> any of this. And to me, on the flip, I could get you something nice and thoughtful uh, that proves that I care. And I put some effort in. Not a fucking card, as we've already established, has right. some generic assholes words on it that the dad three doors Father. down, where the worst band in the world also lives, uh, is is getting the same thing. But he likes it. But this is where we, you know, I don't ever get cards. I'm not getting cards. I refuse to get cards. And I didn't send my mom a card. I guess I could have sent flowers. But then I think about how flowers, they jack the price up because they know everyone's doing it. On this day, it's like, oh, I'm a, fuck, I'm not spending that extra money. You gouging me. I was going to the airport the other day to fly to Des Moines. Uber, $100. 100 ah. fucking dollars. This isn't even my money. I was spending the company's money in this instance. It didn't matter. The principle of it is like, fuck you. Wow. $100. You That's what it's ashamed. like now. You should it's be like ashamed of yourself. Uber and... Lyft, I guess, have sort of uh, moved in the direction of Airbnb. Oh, yeah. They destroyed the market that existed before yeah. it with their cheap prices. This is their plan. Brilliant. Great. Good for them. They did it. And then they jacked the prices. Remember mm-hmm. when there was no tipping with Uber? It's like, don't worry about tipping. Don't you have to worry. It's all built in. And sure, they weren't paying them fairly. And I'm not trying to defend Uber, the, the company itself. Right. 
but it's like a hundred dollars. And I know the drivers don't set that rate, but it's like, whatever your algorithm is, you should fucking be ashamed. A hundred dollars. Like there are people who don't have that much money who need to still get to the airport. Right. And it's and also, then there's no other infrastructure for them to get to the airport. Yeah. It's also so arbitrary because what I ended up doing is like, granted, I had to walk six blocks, but I walked six blocks and I got it down to $60, only $60. <laughs> You should send your dad a Father's Day card that says the actual definition. (laughs) Just father. Yeah, it says a man in relation to his child or children. (laughs) Love you. (laughs) Maybe I will. I'd say the last card I ever sent was to my mom and it said, thank you for not having, it was on a Mother's Day. I said, thank you for not Uh having an abortion. She didn't like it. (laughs) She didn't (laughs) like it. Did you say she didn't like it? No, she hated it. It's like, how dare you? I think... I think some of that's because when she got pregnant, her older sister is like, you're young. You guys just got married. Yeah. Actually, they, they weren't even married yet. They got married. They were engaged. But right. I was conceived before they were even married. It's like, you should take some time. And I think she was pushing my mom to have an abortion. And so Damn. I think it, you know, it stirred something for her. And I said, I would have known. I wouldn't have cared. <laughs> and see, it's hard. Like, like it's hard to say. Or easy, whatever the fuck it is. It's uh, you look back now and you're like, ah, oh, that would have been awful. But in the moment, nobody would have known. You wouldn't have known me. Nope. You would have been fine. All right. Well, everybody, thank you so much. Happy Mother's Day to anybody who's a mother. And even if you're not a mother, whatever. Happy Mother's Day. Oh, what about people who don't have mothers? We should get rid of Mother's Day because we, we, oh, we yeah. don't want to make people feel bad. We do, everything we do these days have to make or sure that we don't... people who have strained relationships yeah, with their mothers yeah, we don't and need exclude, pressure to call them. I don't want to exclude anyone, so we shouldn't even be celebrating this anymore. Yeah. It's so fucking ridiculous that it even <laughs> exists. Yeah. Whatever mother means to you. Maybe you're like, mother. Like RuPaul. Mother nature. Happy Mother's Day. I'll show gratitude to my mother nature by littering today yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna show gratitude to mother nature by shitting in the woods and giving back to nature <laughs> <laughs> hey you are mother all right, on that note we're running out of music i'm sure <laughs>